Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. That's right. It's already yes. begun. Welcome to Cruise Control, <laughs> your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub, and as always, along for the ride and ready to talk yep. about everything automotive is Les Jackson. How are you doing this week, Les Jackson? Excellent, sir. I'm uh, cozy and warm inside. We have a storm running up the East Coast. Uh, you're going to get worse than we are, but nonetheless doesn't matter because we have plenty to talk about we sure do and we're going to start off with a vehicle that we've been anticipating for a long time and i know a lot of friends have too they're ready to put their money down it is the id buzz from volkswagen and it is well we know see what the production version is going to look like uh it is the return of the microbus they even have it in cool two-tone colors They've finally yep. taken the wrap off of it, but when will we see it on showroom floors in the U.S.? And uh, you might have to do a little bit more waiting. Well, we might. Um, however, I might not. Oh. Uh, because remember, the Audi Volkswagen headquarters is just eight miles from where I'm talking right now. Hmm. And uh, I've been talking to our friends at uh, Volkswagen over there, and they they said they're definitely planning as soon as one is shipped, uh, even a prototype, is shipped to the U.S., it'll go into, uh, they'll bring it into their uh, big atrium lobby. And you can check and it out. And invite a bunch of us over for lunch and uh, and an introduction. Sounds cool. Well, let's move on to our next story. Pump pain relief. A large number of states are talking about temporarily, at least, rolling back or rescinding the gas tax. We'll talk about that Good one. Idea. It's a lot, Good lot idea. of states going on. Yeah. Good idea. And we're going to, and it's not our fault. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have an Asla Tesla uh, as the Tesla turns. Yeah, sorry, I'm laughing. Uh, should Elon Musk shut off all Russian Teslas? Well, some say no. Some uh, someone sent an owner a bill also for six hundred thousand dollars of charging time. Well, now <laughs> a little problem with that billing. <laughs> I don't think it costs that much. No, a little problem with the billing, uh, billing there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting. Apparently, he could shut off all of the Teslas in Russia if he wanted to. But we'll well talk about if that's a good yeah, idea. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, all that and more when we get rolling on cruise control. Your on-air automotive magazine. We'll also talk about the return of the Acura Integra. Remember that, Les? Absolutely. You know. Uh, that, that's really uh, one of those cars that is underappreciated. 
Yeah, well, we'll give it some appreciation after the break on Cruise Control. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com, where you can like Mm -hmm. us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Les, he's Fred, and we can't wait. Well, we're going to have to wait, but we, <laughs> we'd, li- we'd like to not wait uh, to get into the Volkswagen uh, ID buzz. I mean, it's it. we've been talking about it uh, for like two years, um, and it's the microbus. It's the, it's the 21st century microbus electric. Uh, looks very, very reminiscent. I think they've done a perfect job of recreating the old microbus without making it look too dated. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody loves these things. Yeah, flower power, <laughs> I, I mean, baby. Absolutely. Uh, imagine the families, young families, uh, buying these uh, instead of uh, SUVs. Maybe. <laughs> Somebody will want it into a maybe into a SUV. <laughs> yes. No. 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 I, I, I. We don't know what the range is going to be. I think it'll be a lot. Yeah, we do know. Um, um, it will have two hundred and one horsepower, which is plenty. Plenty. Um, and it will have one thousand one hundred and twenty-one liters of space, or thirty-nine point <laughs> six cubic feet. Of space. Okay. Um, Let's say 40. Yeah. It will have rear wheel drive. Probably, I think eventually they'll have an all wheel drive version, don't you think? Probably. Yeah. Uh, You get some real cool colors like uh, candy white and starlight blue, energetic orange, and baby leaf green. I know that's one of your favorites. It does have that two tone look. To me, Two-tone vehicles are great. I love them. Uh, I I love. I've always loved them. Uh, you know, uh, and it's, my whole life. And I grew up as a kid with two-tone cars of the late fifties, and I just loved seeing them drive by. Yes, um, I think it's going to be great. But here's 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 the rub a little bit. I would have liked to seen the ID Buzz cargo come over here where it has no side windows. And I think that would be cool to redo as like a customized van, a modern customized van. We're not getting that because of the chicken tax. You know what that is, right? Where they, right. They don't, don't want you um, bringing in trucks from outside of the U S now, eventually it might be built down in Chattanooga, but who knows? But right now, I think these are all going to be imported. And then there is a short wheelbase model and a long wheelbase model. We're, we're going to get the long wheelbase model. Problem is, I don't think this is going to happen for us until at least 2023, 2024. Well, ordinarily, I would disagree with that prediction, but because of shortages of everything, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you're right. I think whoever whoever the powers are, the decision people over there, uh, they're saying, hey, look, we're going to bring this out, but let's supply everything we need for our existing 
models so we can sell as many as possible and then we'll hold off uh, the introduction of the ID buzz, but at least we've proved that it's coming. Yeah, I that's that's what they want to do. They want to prove it's coming because they've been talking about this for a long, long time. Um, the other thing, Les, I wonder, will this van in the U.S. be able to overcome the minivan stigma? Now, there's a lot of good feeling, but remember, if you have a family, you may not be of age to remember the microbus. Well, that's true. Uh, but whether you're of age or not, you, I mean, who is not going to fall in love with this look? I think it's cool. I think vans are it's always cute. A, a box on four wheels, the best way to haul stuff. You know, like I say, I would love a tricked out um, two-tone cargo model with, with uh, the side windows blanked out and just one seat in the back or maybe make it into a little camper. I think that would be fun, don't you? Well, I do. Uh, and, and you know, I, I just think it'll appeal. I, I, people who have minivans, I, I believe, would love to have like a really stylish, you know, young minivan instead of the, the image that's out there, which is kind of stodgy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've first like know, I'm just. Hearse like, um, <laughs> un un ex, unactive lifestyle looking. <laughs> well, one of the things that concerns me, looking at the controls of the dash, it looks like it's got the digital dash. Yeah, that was terrible in the GTI. It looks like I, the exact same controls. Yeah, I don't like the digital dash, um, but you and I aren't their ta- their target market. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk more about this rebirth of the microbus when we come back. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. You're on Cruise Control. We'll be right back. Cruise Control. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred here. As usual, we if nothing else, we are dependable and always on time. Um which, uh, hey, that's important. Anyway. <laughs> Are you going anyway. for a job interview or something? <laughs> I'm dependable and I'm always on time? I Listen, you, you, you just have to stay out there. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, gasoline has been in the news uh, for the past week or so. Boy, that's, has it been in the news. People are that's screaming. A, that's an understatement. And um, some of the people screaming, uh, frankly, don't deserve uh, to to be screaming because they're driving $100,000 vehicles and dressed in natty clothing and they're just, you know, they're spoiled. (laughs) Uh, What did you, what have you paid? I paid uh, uh, $439. $429. Wow. Okay. Uh, so far, but and it's going to go up. Uh, oh, know, yeah. Right we, in the short run, it's definitely going to go up. Absolutely. But here's the thing. Um, the, 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 the people, uh, poverty line and below are suffering tremendously. Sure. These are people that uh, use their, our delivery uh, person for the, for the Washington Post newspaper. Um, I know what they make and it's not up 
above the poverty level, and they have to use their car to deliver the paper. So mm -hmm. many states uh, are already making quick decisions to uh, to shut off temporarily the gas tax. Um, and some states have very high gas tax. Do you know what New York is, Fred? Uh, it's almost 50 cents a gallon. Okay. It's about 38 cents here in Virginia. Wow. Okay. But that's... That that's, that's money significant. That, that, yeah, uh, and well, I think we'll go. So, I I think this is a great idea. Most states, most well managed states, have a surplus at the moment. Yeah. Well, let's so let's look it. at who's involved here: governors and lawmakers in California, Maine, Michigan, New York, Tennessee, are considering rolling back taxes, uh, the tax or rescinding it temporarily a coalition of six governors from colorado michigan minnesota pennsylvania new mexico and wisconsin also sent a letter to the u.s congressional leaders asking him to lift the nation's 18.4 percent per gallon federal tax right. so you think in new york it's 48 cents a gallon plus an, almost another 20 percent you know you're you're nearing a dollar a gallon in tax right and that's that's very significant for the people who right now uh, are highly stressed. Yeah, um, yeah. If there were a way to to make it uh, cut off at certain income levels, I would love it. But oh, there's but no how way could you do that. that at the pump? Though, you could. No. You could. Um, and frankly, I think the Congress, uh, you know, if they can wake themselves up uh, after the. Uh, <laughs> three martini lunches um, and dinners with the lobbyists, I, I think they'll probably pass pretty quickly a, a, a stay of the federal tax for what, 90 days? Well, Michigan's talking about uh, suspending the 27.2 the, uh, cent per gallon fuel tax for six months. That's a lot. I, I personally don't think the, the fuel price crisis is going to be last that long, but I've been known to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. but uh, I think it's good, and it also is proactive rather than saying, well, you know, yeah. it's can't yeah. do anything about it, can't talk, you know, we can't uh, tell Putin what to do. So I think it's a good thing, and I think they should think about it. And there's also something in California where you would pay the tax and then get a rebate, which is interesting. Uh, well, a little bit. Anything different. that helps uh, people in 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 these dire circumstances. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, all for it. And let's remember: I know it sounds simplistic, but everything that moves by a truck has to burn diesel. Diesel and costs more, and guess who pays for it? That's right, you and I. And by the way, the diesel price in all of our my local gas stations is just just a shade under six dollars. We always said. Uh, I remember growing up, my dad was in the diesel industry, and he said it's always been an artificial, you know, number for diesel fuel because it is less refined. It is right. It would be like paying more for the base level car than one with, uh, <laughs> you know, all right. the uh, fancy it's, stuff. 
Exactly. Or, you know, tap water versus uh, sparkling water in a bottle. Yeah. So I never understood that. And uh, I'd like to understand why they do it. But it is it is cruder fuel than than gasoline. It has to go through less processes. So that's true. Um, yeah. But I'll find out. All right. Les Jackson, you have an assignment, a cruise control assignment. I'll find out. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about something that's a little bit cheerier, and that is the Acura Integra. Do you remember when that came out? Wow. Uh, 90, I'm going to say 94. Okay. Well, thereabouts. it's coming back. It's coming back, and I think it's going to be pretty exciting for a lot of people to see the Integra again. And um, it, uh, you know, I have memories of this as one of the, I think it's one of the cars that uh, put uh, Acura on the map, wouldn't you say? Definitely. The original uh, Acura cars, the Integra was instantly popular. Yeah. Uh, And I remember, I remember that's probably one of the first brand, uh, Acura brand vehicles that I remember seeing because I was like, what's Acura? What's, what's an Acura? Yeah. <laughs> you know, remember when that yeah. all started happening and Lexus came out and I was like, why, why are we making all these sub brands? But uh, now they're, they're ingrained in there. Um, it is uh, it is a good looking vehicle though, for sure. And uh, I think, uh, I think, you know, people are going to be excited about it. I like the a spec model. Uh, that gets that really, really nice interior. Uh, that's pretty cool stuff. And, of course, it comes that, in that yeah, Acura, Acura Blue. But here we go again. Will people be excited about a performance four-door sedan? Well, I, I will. <laughs> okay, then we'll build it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, and you will. Yeah. I, well, I That's think it's two. nice. It's a nice, sleek exterior. Yeah. It's It's got a great interior. It's sporty. You know, uh, yeah, I, I, I would. It comes in Integra, A-Spec package, and A-Spec with technology package. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know, though, what, what the market is for sporty. It's a five-door, actually, so a five-door liftback. <laughs> Those have never been popular uh, The uh, here in the U.S. By the way, the output is not huge. 200 horsepower from a 1.5 liter turbocharged inline four. And you can get you can get one of these things less. A close ratio six speed manual with rev matching cool. and limited slip diff. Well, it's got those extra pedals and the shifty thing in the middle. I'm guessing less than 50 people uh, (laughs) will will order that, uh, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it it Hmm. is. uh, You think back to this where we would get super excited about vehicles like that. And we're still excited about it. But now it's like, I don't know. I don't know whether it's a wise choice to bring it back or they should have brought it back as an SUV. It's it's kind of hard to say. Well, uh, obviously they're they're selling it in other countries. Yeah. So I guess they figure, well, we'll sell it in America too. Uh, and and they they were designing this thing three years ago, right? When people when the, everyone thought, well, gee, the 
people will still be buying cars. Yeah, they'll always buy sedans, especially those with manuals. <laughs> so, oh, hey, yeah. when we come back, we'll have an as the Tesla turns. Should Elon Musk shut off all the Teslas in Russia? I don't know. We'll be right back. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson with you. We're glad you're along for the ride. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, yep. Instagram, Twizzler. No, I don't know what that uh, is. <laughs> that's, that's a candy. I don't know. Yeah. That's right. Uh, um, Western Union. Speaking of Twizzler or Twitter, uh, Elon Musk, uh, the folks on Twitter are asking Elon Musk to disable every Tesla in Russia. Now, he's not well, suggesting this. They're asking him to do this. Uh, well, what do you think? Um, well, he's been uh, helpful by sending the Starlink terminals um, that he promised. Uh, he also made supercharging free for electric cars in Ukraine uh, so people can, you know, charge up for free and, and get going and get out of there. Um, but several users have saying have said on Twitter that he should shut everything off, um, disable them all, and uh, that would be a good way to uh, add like, to the sanctions, basically. Now... Well, except can, now, now you're sanctioning the Russian people. I know, I, I know uh, the individuals, not just the, you know the population. I just no, they own would, the cars. Would you want to do that as a business owner? Because I wouldn't like that. Like, hey, you better step in line, otherwise I'll no. shut your car off. No, I I don't think um, I, I think that's too aggressive on the part of an American targeting individual Russians. I just think that's wrong. Well, uh, Musk responded that the company would only do so at gunpoint and affirmed his position in being a free speech absolutionist. And uh, he'd also... Good for him. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I have one caveat to that. Okay. If he... If... If Elon has records on which oligarchs own Teslas, mm -hmm. shut them down. Yeah, like if uh, Putin was escaping from <laughs> from, from uh, yeah. Moscow and uh, Tesla, you could shut it off, right? Right. But I don't think uh, you think of it as a business. I mean, eventually this will clear, and he'll want to do business in a free Russia without exactly without certain people around, hopefully. And, uh, you know, he'll, um, he'll, you don't want to, that's just a bad, bad scene to shut off people's cars. I guess he could do it really. Couldn't he? He could. Sure. Uh, he could just, you know, go right to the VIN numbers and, uh, shut down the ECU. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the wise choice is not to do it unless I, I'm on his side. Yeah. Uh, so this is another part of our as the Tesla turns. Tesla mistakenly sends an owner a six hundred thousand dollar 
charging bill from the supercharger. <laughs> uh, it was a Model 3 owner in China. He got a bill for over $600,000 at his local charging station. And that would be enough to buy five of the cars. Uh, wow. And he highlighted the issue. He was being banned from the supercharging network for not paying. <laughs> Well, um, I wouldn't pay either. And they would say they would. Um, this was according to something in a thing called CNEV Post. They said Tesla was aware of the issue, uh, and it was something with their back end system. And it it obviously he did not get that. <laughs> he he did not yeah. charge his car that much. He would not be able to have done it. So. It's I'm not just sure. A funny story. I, I'm not sure the the life of the battery could could actually uh, absorb six hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, electricity. Um, it's a good point. It's a good. I point. don't think I don't think it could. Any single battery could no, do that unless he was. Uh, you know, charging everyone's vehicle in his neighborhood. I don't know. But yeah. I, I don't think he was. It was just a billing, no, I, billing error. A, but it is funny. A mess. <laughs> Imagine it, opening it that is, bill. I, I it would is just be funny. so laughable that I would just say, well, I'm not paying that, you know. <laughs> so uh, another story from the folks over at Ford. Uh, Ford's Mustang Mach-E has been doing so well that they're shutting down orders for certain models they had four levels of trim on the Model E, including a mid-range premium and a California Route 1 model. Uh, and now they're shutting down the mid-range models so you can only get the, the Select and the, um, the top-of-the-line GT because they just can't build anymore. Well, and of course... Uh at a slightly modestly increased price. Um, yeah. And I, by modest, I mean huge. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you can't blame them. If, if you're limited in what you can build, then build the stuff that makes the most money. Yeah. Yeah. A Ford spokesman talked to Cars Direct and said that the order banks for uh, the premium and the California Route Ones models closed. On February 25th, and uh, they said they'll tell let you know when you can order a 2023 model in those levels. Uh, hey, it, they've got a hit on their hands, but you know you got to be able to build yep. them and sell them while someone's standing there with cash, throwing cash on the table, saying, "Hey, I want one of these." Uh, you know, and it's hard because you think about this. In this case. The entry level might not have things you want, but you you may not want the GT. You know, it's just well, that's you just well, don't you can want always the performance not, one. You know, but you no. can always not buy it. You, know, <laughs> you can be patient. That's true, <laughs> and wait until it is available. That's true. That's true. Uh, hey, but if someone in 1964 had told me that in almost 60 years people would still be waiting in line for mustangs i would have just yeah you know, i would have laughed it is so hard it is a strong strong brand so it sure is another strong brand les jackson is ferrari and of course they made their first uh, plug-in hybrid model the sf 90 
uh, Stradale is uh, it has a twin turbocharged V8 and three electric motors, and is capable of sprinting to 62 miles, zero to 62 miles an hour in a mere 2.5 seconds. Um, yes, but <laughs> there is one. <laughs> <laughs> one of these is listed on one of those salvage sites. You ever watch those salvage videos where people go through the salvage yard? They call them yep. carnage yep. videos. And they go in there like, hey, look at this. I bet I can make this run. Oh, look, you know, it looks looks like there's a terrible accident inside here. So we're not going <laughs> to rebuild that. But there, I find them interesting. Uh. You think like, is it worth rebuilding? Well, this one, the Ferrari SF90 Stradale, had 180 miles on the speedometer on the odometer. Um, we can we can buff that out. <laughs> it had a violent collision, uh, ripping the front bumper, the hood, the driver's side headlight to pieces. The windshield was shattered, um, and uh, mirrors were knocked off. Uh, so the question is, um, it's terrible and. <laughs> I'd love to be listening in on the phone call to the insurance agent. Uh, but somebody kind of uh, went a little bit above their skill set on, on driving, I believe. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, so this is a salvage site. They say the cash value is $1,034,888. Right. And, and the estimated repair cost is. Nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine 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 nine. It it is basically a million-dollar repair. Well, that's right. I mean, the, I can tell you right now, the thing needs an entirely new uh, tubular frame. And but one of that, these, and, you know, one of these TV shows are going to buy it and they'll go out and oh, buy some you know, angle iron and and weld a exactly. front end on there. You know, hey, here's the front end from a old Chevy Nova. We'll weld that on. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll bondo it up to the, make it look good. I mean, it, I I don't believe it would really cost a million dollars to fix it, but I'll bet it would cost every bit of five or six hundred thousand. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think someone could fix it because they could do they could look at what's bent and all that. But if there's any special tools needed or the parts, you know. Yep. Yeah. Well, the body. Remember when the uh, gas monkey guys uh, built. I remember rebuilt that. that correct. The I remember when they got a, a, a nose piece, the body panel. Mm -hmm. That alone was thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's your cost right there. So you know, just everything costs so much because so few of them are made. Yeah. Hey, we've got another segment coming up of cruise control, so stay tuned. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. Plenty more to go. News you can use. Oh, God. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Big things going on in the automotive industry. Less. Oh, yeah. And uh, we told you about what was happening at Ford. We told you what's happening between Honda and Sony. Um, and then, of course, there's Stellantis. They they kind of been yeah. talking up their electric future. They showed off another uh, kind of teaser for the, the new Ram. 
um, which looks like a great vehicle, which is going to be a great vehicle. Uh, but one of the things, of course, and I guess Dodge has been known now it is the brand of muscle. <laughs> By the way, I was in yeah. my local park. This was this was bizarre. And I was uh, shooting some video uh, of a press vehicle off in the corner at where I go so I don't annoy anyone. And along comes four uh, Dodge brand vehicles, uh, Hellcat Charger, Hellcat Challenger, a couple of others. They line up like they're in a staging lane, and then they go right to the center of the parking lot and start doing donuts. Tires smoking, Boy. chunks of rubber flying out. And then one would finish, then would just drive around and get back in line again. It was like an organized event. But, uh, I, but I thought, wow, you're doing wonders for that vehicle, aren't you? Oh, listen, these guys are surely in the brain trust. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, there's a Nobel Prize <laughs> waiting somewhere. Um, I thought this I was is a stupid that's why they actually and of course if the police ever caught them that that's classified as reckless driving but uh i mean what a dumb thing to do uh you're gonna you're gonna what are they gonna do if they uh, flatten two or three of their tires yeah or blow out the universal joints or something like that even better <laughs> so but anyway uh let's talk about dodge's future uh, EV promise. You know, we we uh, had some of the folks on from Dodge and said, well, you know, you have all these great vehicles. They're going to transition to electric. But what will they sound like? And so Stellantis mm -hmm. CEO Carlos Tavares says uh, this year they will debut in concept form a new Dodge performance car that could replace the Charger and the Challenger. And it will have a shocking sound. Uh, he said, mm -hmm. we have created a sound that you cannot imagine. <laughs> and the sound will be louder and more powerful and function uh, of the way you are using the car. Those are his words. So um, what do you make of that? What do you think the sound will be? Well, I would assume it'll be some sort of crackly, uh, high-pitched exhaust open exhaust sound and i'm sure they've done studies that of what people like about the current sound of the hellcat it's the scream of the supercharger it's the uh, you know deep that deep sound that comes from deep within the engines uh i you know i it will be interesting to see what they come up with of course if they don't like it they can always change it can't they <laughs> well true i i really i I would prefer to to hear the, like the old Roadrunner beep beep. <laughs> that's a that's a, that was a cool sound. I I sort of like the sound of a turbine, even though yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah. But it it always I thought well that's what cars mm -hmm. will sound like in the future. Thing is, do you think they make these sounds that will stay inside the car, or will they be putting speakers outside the car so everyone hears? Well, they're getting uh, the states are pushing back real hard on loud exhausts, um, so I think it's going to be more inside. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think I think you're right too. I mean, it really doesn't have to be outside because, you know, unless you're standing on the side of the road and it passes, and you say, "Wow, that's cool." Uh, really, it will be on the inside, and uh, I hopefully, hopefully, you have a volume control on the inside. <laughs> for, <laughs> for well, look, Ford Mach E does. I mean, they have a silent mode, yeah. and uh, and then they have the unbridled sound. Um, I didn't find them to be too massively different, and they were not, like, overwhelming. I think you do need a sound in an electric car because it, it's sort of like that's how some people drive. You know, they it's a feedback mechanism. It would be that's like having true. a steering wheel with no feedback. You wouldn't be able to know where you were on the road, you know? Um. Uh, I was part of a uh, practical joke uh, this past week. Uh-oh. This has nothing to do with Dodges. <laughs> but uh, a friend of mine's next-door neighbor that uh, they sort of get along <laughs> bought a new, bought a new uh, SUV, um, and we opened it up and took the... Uh, the, the little jack that you get with it, right? Out and put a uh, an old style bumper jack in it <laughs> uh, as a you know, hoping that he would be dumb enough to try jack it up. But of course he wasn't. But it just was a, you know such a an anachronistic joke. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, he didn't. By the way, he didn't appreciate it. No, he's like, "Where's my jack? Bring it back." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this car, I paid twenty thousand dollars over MSRP. It's not <laughs> funny. <laughs> that jack cost me twenty five hundred dollars. Good, good point. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Well, you think about this too. With the average price of cars going up, does that increase the penalties for stealing it? Is is that what is grand? Is that grand larceny? What it what you know? If cars are now going to be eighty five thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? We just talked about the one BMW. The price on it is eighty five thousand dollars. Who knows what it will sell for? Probably more. I mean, you're it's, talking some serious yep. money here now. It's no longer well. Hey, it's my. Yeah, three thousand dollar beater, or my uh, even my fifteen thousand dollar car. It's my you know, hundred and twenty five thousand dollar electro SUV. I think you're right. I think that the incentive to steal these things is going to be far greater. Yeah, interesting. Uh, hmm. th this was a cool story uh, that came out this week about um, SEMA. They got the bill passed for. Low-volume manufacturers uh, means that the manufacturers can build up to, I believe it's 375 cars a year. Uh, and this helps uh, people building, like, they can sell them as a finished car. So they can build a full Cobra uh, replica. You can get a, a street rod or whatever low low numbers car. I think I think that's an interesting idea. It kind of harkens back to the old days when you would buy a chassis and go out and find a coach builder, right? Well, that's right. Um, 
I th- yeah, so it's 375 vehicles a year you can build. Mm-hmm. I can remember when it was about 100. Yeah. 375, you think about it, and, and this is what probably will, like when DeLorean starts building their electric car. Mm-hmm. Perfect. They're not going to sell more than 375 a year. No. Uh, and uh, this will be perfect for it. I think I think it's a good idea. We thank the folks over at SEMA. And uh, NHTSA, SEMA and NHTSA got together to implement this rule. And I think it will lead to some interesting vehicles we can talk about on cruise control. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a good deal. So uh, that's a good good way to end this hour of cruise control. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, check out the YouTube page, all kinds of stuff there. CruiseControlRadio.com is the gateway to get to it all. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.